Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe the You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And this is Tom. So <laughs> this is our first interview of the year. 2024. The 2024 Crazy. new Ooh. year. As you may have noticed, I may or may not have done Aleister Crowley's. Um, I have a feeling you're not going to. Yeah, you would this be is, right. In the feeling <laughs> this is that. the future. This is the future, or us talking uh, in the future. This we'll is you. You. It sounds like we're talking in the past because this episode came out after. But really, yes. we are in the future. With that, no, flip that. Anyway, the point doesn't matter. is, <laughs> it's probably not getting done. And uh, as you're hearing this, it probably didn't get done. So, Alistair Crowley, you'll be for March, I guess. Or yeah, for March. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, uh, we want to introduce Tom. No, not that Tom, guys. This is another Tom. <laughs> this is Tom Cahew. Close, Callaway. Damn, not I close mean, at all. He's no. being nice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I should have. I should have uh, asked beforehand. My bad. Yes. I'm sorry. I mean, how, why? How did you not know that H U E is supposed to be W A Y? Yeah, I mean, I've always read that as Hugh. So, yeah. So to be That's fair, what your mind wants you to think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, our last name has been pronounced mispronounced as Corner. So, which have, have I don't you get ever, it. But... You've never, you, yeah. You. Have oh you no, ever no. Got I that, mean, Michelle? well, people would say it just to like. Make fun off. of me when I was no. in elementary school, but I'm like, you just sound illiterate. That doesn't offend me, like you know. So <laughs> yeah. I was fine with it. I mean, I've legitimately had people, uh, Mr. Corner. I uh, know that is not my last name, <laughs> and that is not how you spell corner. Anyway, no. <laughs> can we introduce our guest? Yes. Or like further, or let him introduce himself <laughs> further, Tom. Tom, would you like to introduce yourself further? As I completely butchered that. Um. You know, yeah, absolutely. Let me uh, let me throw a life preserver in there. <laughs> so, yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. But no, yeah, Tom Conway. Um, I am a co-host of the Label Paranormal Podcast, a podcast that likes to challenge. You know, it talks about everything labeled paranormal, but also challenges the label paranormal. Um, I believe for the good of our community, you know, you guys are in as well as I. That there's a lot of stories and a lot of, you know encounters out there that haven't been talked about because of this stereotype that goes along with our field. So mm -hmm. we try to give a safe space and, 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 and talk, talk to people about what they, uh, what they've seen. Maybe they don't have, you know, the means to express it at home or things like that. So they can hop on, talk to us, you know, we also have a UFOs over PA meetup group, which is uh, wonderful. And it's the same type of thing. Um, just a more live version. You know, we meet for an hour a week. And anything from what paranormal type shows have you seen that were good to books to other podcasts and things like that. So, um, yeah, other than that, I work in IT for a long term care facility, you know, nursing facility for those with physical and mental disabilities. So um, I'm all about the energy and the consciousness and, and, and giving back and and helping people. So, um, yeah, that's my little spiel. And I'm, I'm honestly I'm, I'm so psyched. And stoked to be on with both of you. You know, just in the pre-recording, we were just kicking it around. I feel like you know we're going to capture some magic here. So I'm excited. I'm excited. No, I'm I'm, I'm excited too. I I uh, when you reached out and I saw the little you know 
just it was short, sweet, and to the point. And I, I appreciate that because a lot of times, like, we get this like long, you know, biography <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. I'm just like, uh, uh maybe not. <laughs> And here's and, what uh, I did in the fourth grade, and here's what I did in the fifth grade. Pretty and, much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, yours was short, to, sh- short, and sweet, and to the point. And uh, as soon as I started reading, I was like, "Yeah, Michelle's gonna, Michelle's gonna be down for this one. <laughs> I know it for sure." I'm very much. Well, I I feel like, especially more so once we started doing this podcast, like really got into aliens a little bit more than I feel like it kind of started with ghosts, and then I just went team alien um have just been finding that that. very fascinating uh but then at the same time i feel like it's just all intertwined and interconnected and it's like what is ghost what is alien is it the same thing or is it really different but maybe we can get into that (laughs) a little bit later yeah (laughs) put a pin in that because we will get back to that (laughs) yeah for sure well then let's let's start with the question that we always ask our guest which is what was your very first paranormal experience Okay, so this is not going to be your typical, like, oh, you know, haunted house or, you know, I see all stuff. This is going to probably make you laugh. So I was about mm, 10, 11, was that about fifth grade? It was right around fifth grade. You know, I, I was old enough to, to know, like, what's going on. I wasn't so, so young. So anyway, um, this is the first one that I've experienced and then I can get into one that happened to me, but I was just a baby. I didn't know about it. But anyway, this is one I experienced, right? So, um, you know, and for everyone, I'm right outside of Philadelphia, you know, Southern Chester County, right in the Delaware, PA, Maryland, Tri-Corner, right there, Tri-State area, right there. So um, down in that area, you know, my father and mother, you know, they were separated, but, you know, good terms, nothing bad like that. I was at my dad's house um, and we had two cats there, right? And, you know, there was a heavy rainstorm going on. They were in the basement. I kept, you know, bugging, oh, let the cats come up, you know, because I'm a 10 year old. I want to play with the damn cat, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I was, he's like, no, I'm not letting it up. Oh, it's whatever. So I'm in his room. Now we had a rancher style house, no upstairs, just a basement, and then like, you know, a single level on top. I'm in the, his room. He had a TV in his room. And, you know, I'm just laying like propped up against the bed, just watching TV, you know, laying down, probably had some food, of course. And, you know, just watching TV, minding my own business. The door was open um, to the hallway. So it led out right into the hallway. And this is a smaller house. So the hallway then led right out into the living room, which then turned into like the dining room where he went downstairs. So I'm laying on, you know, on the floor. I look down the hallway and I see our cat. I see our cat just look at me. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, how <laughs> we yeah. try to get a cat to come to us. It turned and ran. I got up and walked into that hallway. It's a longer hallway. I know cats are fast, but this thing would have had to have been taking off for it to get around the corner before I could see. So I, that was the first thing that was weird. I looked mm-hmm. and it was gone. And I go out to the living room. My dad's sitting on the couch. So once I enter that hallway, he can see me. I can see him on the couch. And I was like, where'd the cat go? And he's sick of me by this point. So he's like, I'm not letting the damn cat up. You know what I mean? He's yeah. going on and on. And I was like, the cat was right here. He's like, no, I didn't even let it out. You know, the door hasn't been open. So I walked into the dining room. The door was still shut. It was still locked. I unlocked it. I went downstairs and the basement was flooding. The basement was flooded. Oh, no. And our two cats were in this corner of this unfinished basement in probably like a three by three foot patch in the only area that wasn't flooded yet. Like the water wow. was coming up towards them. 
So we got him, we moved him upstairs, you know what I mean? I'm trudging through the water in the big, and that was my first paranormal experience of any kind of anything. You know what I mean? Because even though it wasn't a ghost, it's still paranormal because like what projection did I see that had us go into the basement and before they, they drowned. I mean, it's a concrete basement, yeah. cinder blocks all around. There's nowhere for the water to go. And it just, you know, it was a concrete unfinished basement. It started flooding after heavy, heavy rain. We were at the bottom of a little slope. So, you know, how rain mm-hmm. always flows downhill, you know, so it just was getting in the basement. Brought them upstairs and the cats never, it was really, I still remember to this day, it, they never left my side. They wanted to sleep, lay on me the whole time I was there. Like I had, like they knew I had saved them, yeah. you know, it, it got my dad to, you know, bring them upstairs. So that, you know, an animal story was my first paranormal experience. That's awesome, that man. It's like the cat's base. Astral I feel projected. Like, yeah. Like, That's like, yeah. Us. yeah. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. I definitely have never heard that anything like that before. I mean, definitely people astral projecting and things like that, but a cat like that's, it, huh? I mean, this, if you are the one to believe or you have a mindset that, you know, we're all going through this, you know, consciousness, when you die, goes into something else, human, whatever. It's not that hard to make that jump to this if that was a reincarnated soul. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm not saying that's what I believe. I'm just trying to find an excuse or, or an explanation, I should say, as to how that happened. So, you know, in terms of astral projection, you know, uh, we, we all know, like, it's more of a plane of existence. It's more of like a, a meditation way to get there. You know, you, you have to align your chakras and leave three of your third eye, you know, all, all of that type of thing. I don't think an animal has the capacity to do all yeah. that. One, who knows? Who am I to say that? You know what I mean? So all you cat lovers, I'm not hating on them. But, <laughs> you know, it, it makes you think, like, how how did I see that? What did I see? Was it the cat projecting or was it? a manifestation i was a young kid of I, they always have a bad connotation but poltergeist it has a bad connotation but really it's a manifestation in the effect that i have on my reality around me that's typically what the going thing is with um poltergeist activities like it's it's not the paranormal it's you constructing this around you because you don't know how to and, and we don't we don't know how to handle our energy or things like that you know uh we have no ways to measure it so if it was me wanting that cat to be up there so much, I wasn't actively thinking about it. I wasn't actively, you know, I'm watching TV. So my attention's like, I'm a 10 year old watching yeah. TV. My attention's nowhere near that, Yeah. you know, but could I have imprinted on the consciousness that and picked up on energy and, and, and forced a warning sign to my attention to get them up because mm-hmm. they would have drowned. They would have drowned. Yeah. The water eventually got to be, you know, knee high. To me, I mean, as a kid, you know, it's not that high, but it would be, you know, they have nowhere to go. It's, yeah. We yeah. didn't have a finished basement. It's just concrete and cinder block walls. So That's really cool. interesting to think about that one. A little different yeah. maybe than what you usually have people talk about seeing things. Um, but could I get into the one that happened to me too? I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> okay, sure. So, <laughs> you know, um, my mother had me when she was <clears throat> very young. So she lived with her parents in the very beginning of when I was born with my father and um, same area, same geographic area. She has a story that she tells me and I've heard it multiple times and it's always the same story. You know, we have to be skeptics too, right? You know, we have to judge everybody's stories. We actually have to be more skeptical than the skeptics because there are some bad people giving a bad name to us, but I digress. So, uh, 
she had all of two hours after my dad went to work, she was telling me my dad worked in, in the mushroom industry right around here where you work at like four in the morning to whenever you get done. So she was saying it was the crack of dawn. The sunlight was just starting to come through. She had a crib, my crib in her bedroom, you know, at, at her mother's house, um, very old house, you know, all this and that. She said, I'm awake or I was woken up because I felt something bad. I felt horrified. I felt scared. And I look and you're just in the crib. You're, you know, you're like, why? You know, she's like picking up on something right in the room. She said this entity, this, she said it was no more than two feet tall, but it was dressed like um, death, you know, like the Grim Reaper, like it had the cloak and all that. But she said it was only two feet high and floated in the room and looked at, you know, was looking in the crib at me, is what she said. And she said, I had, it was the weirdest feeling because she has, she's like, my maternal instinct says, get away, you know, I want to get away from my child. But she almost felt like she couldn't say anything. She was terrified. She was that scared that it was like blocking, you know, the the, the maternal instinct, right? And she, I said, well, what happened? She said, it just looked at you and then it just floated away. She said, as soon as that happened, I was able to get up. I go over to you. You're sleeping. Nothing's wrong with you. You're breathing fine. She said, but I made sure to look at you because whenever we hear about the Grim Reaper and death, we think of a horrible thing. Like, like, oh my God, she's like, my baby's going to die. You know, mm -hmm. something's going to happen. Yeah. And obviously I'm still here. Nothing happened, you know, all of that. But that's something that I didn't experience. But, you know, I heard from my mother, that was the first time anything paranormal happened to me. So that yeah. technically would be the first one, but the first one I've experienced was the cat one. Yeah. But isn't that nuts? Like uh, seeing a two foot tall Grim Reaper, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I don't know what's scarier, a two foot tall one or like a six foot tall one. Like the Grim Reaper period is just, it's, especially with a, ba a baby. I mean, I don't the know. Baby, the baby Reaper comes for the babies is what it is. Um, yeah. Okay, that, that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> do you, do you feel? I mean, I know we're we're just getting started, so we haven't really mm -hmm. dove into it yet. But do you feel like you have a, a connection to the afterlife, or you know, are a little that's bit more good. open? I guess that, that's a very good question. Um, and I really don't know. I really don't know where I want to go with the answer because I don't believe. If I'm telling you right now, I'll be honest, I don't think I had that many paranormal experiences but my interest level and my want to know and learn more um trumps everything and where any of the concepts that we talk about inherently make sense to me you know um they just they just do you know I, I don't have to be you know I don't need a song and dance from people you know, to, for me to understand what they're talking about, I can inherently know what they are now in terms of empath or a medium or psychic. No, I, I can say confidently, I don't believe I have any of those abilities. Um, and do what I consider myself more tuned to the, um, you know, to the aura or the energy of a room and things like that. Yeah, I believe so. You know, I believe I have a good eye for reading a room, whether it's filled with people or if it's empty and there's something else in there. I do believe that. But um, I think for the longest time, I kind of was shutting myself off from the paranormal world due to fear. Um, 
what if it is real? What does that mean to my beliefs? What does that mean to me? What does that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And basically the anxiety of it all really scared me away. And it turns out, you know, I, I was, you know, I'm an anxious person. You know, I, I do take um, met, met Prozac, you know, I'm not afraid to say it. You know what I mean? Just generalized anxiety. So I'm good now. And now that I got that fear part out of it, I kind of want to know more and more and more. You know what I mean? And and see how far it can go. If you were to ask me in my early 20s, early to mid 20s, right? You know, the same question. I might not even one be on this podcast, and two, I would be like, no, I'm, no, that's not real. Just because I wanted it, I didn't want to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did not want to know, which is a complete one eighty to what I am now. Um, what changed that? I, I think. Well, you know, maturity first. You know, I thirty six now compared to you know twenty something. It, it wasn't in my you know, it wasn't in my, you know, first level life. You know what I mean? I I didn't have the capacity to go to a second level or third level with any kind of deep thinking. You know, I would always consider myself smart, but I wanted to keep everything surface and this is how it is, you know, and and I know everything. But as you get older, you you kind of develop more of a second and third level, you know what I mean? You know, to to thrive and survive, honestly, at this age, you know, because we're not what we used to be before, you know? Um, so I think maturity played a lot of it, but also um, going going so long with being scared of paranormal and things like that. I think I just got tired of it too. You know what I mean? Because I always liked the shows. I always liked the movies. I always, you name it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when when you can and techn- technological advances too, like um, you know podcasts you know, Zooms, you know, uh, what was it, Skype before that, you know what I mean? And you could meet up with people and hear their stories and hear that I'm in a community, you know, I'm supported by other people. You find resources where you can talk to and getting that out and start, you know, once you, what did they say? Like, uh, you know, a a spoken problem is halfway solved. You know, you have to get it out first before. So, so communicating with people too has really helped me um, no, I'm not alone. And, you know, because our brains love to keep us, you know, isolated, right? You know, it mm-hmm. loves to make us think all the worst. So having a community and, and talking to individuals has helped me uh, tremendously. Hmm. That's awesome. I'm, I I definitely do agree with you. I mean, that was going to be my other question as far as like, why do you think you're so... Um, I don't want to say attracted to the paranormal, but like into it, because I I know like Eric and I from the very, from very young were, you know, very much into this with like X-Files and, and Unsolved Mysteries and like all that. Right. So like part of me thinks it was just that, but then I feel like there's something that happens that takes us like a little step further um, in the sense that like, we're not just enjoying a TV show. We're like asking questions and wanting to know like the deeper meaning of life. And I want, I am curious to what people's like, switch is um where they can no longer or it's not just about like you said surface level stuff like in your 20s and you want to dive deeper into these conversations like the i was the other day was like and it's i guess it's dark but i'm like uh, you know i want to have deeper conversations like what do you think happens to us when we die and they're like yeah i don't really want to have that conversation i'm like well why not like i don't know to me that's an interesting you know 
topic. I'm I'm curious. I mean, maybe it's different than what I I think, and I would love to hear someone else's you know thoughts, kind of thing. Um, yes. And I'm yeah, I'm always just so curious. Like, what is is that like an age thing to where we go internalize more, or we're more in tune with ourselves and not just like surface level stuff like you're talking about or like maybe we just get sick of ourselves you know what i mean we're like oh my god why am i always worried about that you know let's let's see let's do and let's you know if we have a problem you know no one's going to fix it for us but to your point yeah like i'm totally with you where i want to have that conversation and it seems like in, in you know right around your late 20s early 30s the conversations are only um um, when are you going to have a kid? Are you yeah. going to, you know, uh, yeah. are you going to have a family? Um, when are you buying a house? All of that kind of stuff. And for, you know, well, I don't have kids, but, you know, I, I bought a house, you know, uh, around that time. And I just thought, I was like, I really only did that to say I did it. You know, there was no other yeah. need. So, when, you know, I, I don't like, and, and to me and, and a group of friends and, and people that I've met online, it's wonderful because we can have those conversations and only talk about family stuff if we so choose. You know what I mean? But every time you went out, it got exhausting where, you know, no, I'm not, you know, no, I don't have kids. No, <laughs> we're not trying. No, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and things like that. But for me, it was always welcomed in the home because I was an Unsolved Mysteries, X-Files, you know, all that kind of stuff where we could talk about it. And honestly, when Unsolved Mysteries came on and, and from back in the day, I was bored when it was a murder episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch this. OK, great. They, yeah. they, they got away when, you know, it's, yeah. somebody find them. But let's yeah. get back to the Chupacabra. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, yeah. let's, sure. let's do that. So, yeah, I, I just, you know, a part of it, I think, is we kind of get away, getting tired of ourselves in the settings of the superficial lifestyle. And we start getting into things that we actually want to do. Why I joined a paranormal society, um, paranormal investigators, why I have the meetup group, why I do the podcast. I'm filling the times that I had superficially with things I actually want to do. And through growing that, it's given me a comfortability in this stuff that I can, you know, just sit at home. I can, Hey, if I heard something, grab my, you know, um, uh, grab my digital recorder and try to get it, you know, um, EVP, EVP. you know what I mean? And try to get that. So, um, the look of what I have and plus I don't want to make it like, um, a religious thing, but if you keep it spiritual in nature, you know what I mean? You can, you know, and, and knowing ancient customs, you know, the sage burning, holy water, whatever it might be, because I do believe a lot of this, you know, I do believe like the um, indigenous people of this country were a lot further along in feeling yeah. than what the scientific explorers oh, yeah. came and, and replaced it with. So if you're going to give me an ancient European way of handling it or an indigenous, you know, Indian way of handling <laughs> it, I'm going this hand, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. the sage, the, you know, all of that kind of stuff, people that were in tune with nature, with the spirits of the earth and things like that. So, so protecting yourself and arming yourself first gives you a confidence because after the first time, Oh, it worked. Nothing happened. Oh, it worked. Nothing followed me home. Oh, it worked. Nothing did this. You know, it can really build your confidence up. So I'm trying to tell Eric, but he doesn't listen to me. Wait, what no, about what? Uh, no, no, just about because 
especially what you were saying early on about a lot of it was like the fear. And once you kind of let go of that, oh, kitty. Mm-hmm. Once yeah, it, sorry. You know, it's not it's Wanda good. this time. Yeah, yeah. He's, got, he's got cats that this normally make an appearance. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 oh. no. His, his real. Cause of- <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, because <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I have four cats and one of them always, well, she Makes doesn't really appear. do it anymore. But uh, towards the beginning, she would always like, Stick her face under the door and like just start yeah, meowing as into loud the room. as she could. Yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but what you were saying earlier about like a uh, the fear, you know, uh, we don't want to really get into it a whole lot because there's that fear, and I feel like I've there's still some things that I'm slightly more fearful of, but I feel like having uh, I guess done some done some work, done some research, done some experimenting, like you, you were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt more comfortable. I'm not at, like, like I used a Ouija board in like a group setting that I felt fairly comfortable and stuff like that, which I never Oof. would have done. I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> well, All that's, right. It's like, Question it's like number a whole, two answered. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, a, it's a whole thing, but in a previous episode, but whereas like Eric's because for me it's very much a intention thing like if you go in there thinking like you're gonna summon a demon you will probably summon a demon but if you go in there like hey I want to connect with someone like peaceful that is of the light who's not gonna you know whatever and everyone Mm -hmm. can connect and have that intention you'll have a better outcome I feel like I mean it's the same thing as using like a pendulum or tarot cards and things like that like it a lot of it is intention. And I mean, I feel like I kind of know where Eric's going to go with this. I think that we've kind of talked about it enough that he's a little more open. But I mean, I feel like a lot of the times that I'm like, why don't you do a mediumship workshop or something with me? And you're just like, eh, am I wrong? No. Well, <laughs> I mean, okay. So I, we've talked about to the, we've talked about the Ouija board thing. I, I That I'm kind of like, like I'm not, I don't, my thoughts aren't as negative on it as they may have been before. My only <clears throat> concern with that, and I, I've mentioned it and, you know, here before, but is my, I have very intrusive thoughts. So like I can go in there with the best of intentions, but like once I touch that Ouija board, I'm just going to be thinking like Z-O-Z-O, demon, demon, like, like that's just what's going to yep. pop into my head. Not intentionally, just gonna happen because that's the way my brain works for some reason uh and so that's that's where my kind of fear with using that is as far as like doing paranormal investigations like i've like i want to like i want to so bad but like i've had experiences before when i've seen things i've been touched by things so it's like i am now trying like then going into a dark room like i used to be afraid of the dark until i was i think i was in my early 20s yeah, same you know? here. And yeah. it's like now it's not so much a fear, you know, because I can go into a dark room, but then like sometimes I'll still have that like feeling that somebody's there with me, you know, and maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I don't know. Um, but I know like in the, uh, when I worked in a nursing home, there is this room that we had in the back where I hated to go back into that. Like it was a storage room like those portable units that they used to use at schools and stuff. Uh, well, at least here in Texas, I don't know if they had those in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we did. We did. Okay. Uh, I'm yeah. from the country outside of Philadelphia. So, okay. 
Yeah, we're not sitting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we we had like our school was so big. We had the main building, and then on the like on the outside on the sides, we had those portables. Mm-hmm. And so it was like one of those kind of units and we had to go back in there every once in a while for uh, stuff. And then to get back there, we had to go through a dine- the dining room, which a lot of stuff happened in the dining room. And then you go back into this dark patio and then uh, go into that room and the, the light is always off and there's just so much stuff. But like it was just it was just such a heavy feeling. So like sometimes I'll get those feelings, but I'm like that fear isn't there anymore. But if I like was going into like a paranormal investigation and all the lights are off, I think my anxiety would be a lot higher just because like I'm making stuff up in my head that could go wrong, you know, when that might not even happen. And I might not even hear, see, or feel anything the entire night. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, the same way, we go into investigate. Now we do like a, I don't want to say it's not like a religious prayer, but we do like a little prayer chant type thing before we go into everyone just to make sure. And our leader is an empath and, you know, he has shut investigations down that are too, um, too dark that for, for what we want, you know what I mean? For what we're trying to have. And so when we have um, those type of things where we, we have a channel, we're ready to go. We're ready to go in no matter what, there's still, trepidation you're still hesitant a little bit to go into those because you know i'm going to be in the dark something could come across that is way more powerful than me in my current state you know we're settled down with bodies physical bodies where they have the ability that they don't have that right they, they have more ability than what we do and and third um you always get something you always get something because if you drill down to the very essence or, or definition of paranormal you're always going to find something. I can be in the middle of a cemetery and an EMF meter goes off and you know damn well there ain't no wires, anything around me and it's flying off the handle telling me I'm in a boiler room of like a hospital. You know what I mean? Like it's only going to go off there or here, which means multiple spirits are around you. Multiple things are interacting with that EMF um, meter and you're like, okay, that's great. But it still sends chills down your spine that, there are multiple things around me that I can't see, but they can see me. And from our DNA, from our history, you know, hunter gatherers, you know, cavemen back in the day, that still puts fear in you because we weren't always at the top of the food chain. Right. (laughs) So that's just, um, that, that part of the investigations, but I, I stress if you have any interest whatsoever, come be a part, do, do one, um, handle the equipment, see how others do it. And it's almost a little bit like when you have some turbulence on a plane, look at the, uh, you know, the, um, stewardess, uh, stewardesses. Yeah. And, you know, flight attendants, look at them and see how calm they are. So when you go into a paranormal investigation, you guys get around in a group and you use, you know, the EMF meter or the K2 meter or spectral camera shooting down a hallway where it has all those, you know, individual dots all over it. And then you just see a figure walk through. And you're like, oh, man. <laughs> you look at them and they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Look at that. It, it builds you up. Mm-hmm. Oh, this isn't so bad. Because we want to be, you know, it's, it's human nature. We want to be around like-minded people and we want to be a part of a group. So when you see that, it helps get you out of your shell too. You know what I mean? It helps you see what could also be out there. Um, 
And, you know, some of my, some of my best, you know, evidence, experience, you name it, have been in, uh, cemeteries, open buildings, you know, or open areas, not buildings, Mm -hmm. which I find fascinating because if, you know, a lot of people have the, they have the image of a cemetery, right? Where, oh, there's a bunch of dead bodies, but really that's just your sack of flesh, right? So your spirit, it would, it would take a very sad person to stay there, which means I'm not ready to disconnect from my body. I don't want to move over. I, you know, can't, um, I can't leave this plane. I still can't process that that's me down there. Mm-hmm. Those are the more energetic spirits because they're fighting something. They're fighting moving on. Um, any cemetery, you'll catch things. And us as a paranormal society, the Free Spirit Paranormal Investigators, we don't count orbs. Because do we believe in orbs? Absolutely. But if I don't count any of them, I can't have a false reading, right? So we take all of them out. But what's even scarier than orbs is mist. The un- like somebody blew out a cigarette, you know, somebody's exhaling a cigarette and you have that around people and it's the middle of summer. So, you know, it's not their breath. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those, are the, those are the cool things. But I would say 90% of my, you know, the evidence that I've gotten are all tool based. They're all electrical, you know, the equipment based. Um, and which is fine, which is fine. You know what I mean? Um, you know, but we, we need those tools to, to work in this, but I, to be honest with you, I don't think we're there yet as the tech world hasn't caught up to what we're trying to do in the paranormal realm. And it's almost like we're using the wrong tools to measure certain things. You know what I mean? Like if, you know, say we didn't have a thermometer and how do we measure water being boiled? You know, um, we have to put our hand in it. And that's a completely yeah. wrong tool. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a completely wrong one. Or people are using workarounds like they have a camera and they can see when it's boiling. That's how yeah. you know it's boiling. But there's nothing in there that inherently to measure the temperature. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're doing. We're using tools not designed for this to try to explain things. And that's why we're having so much trouble with the outside world catching on because we don't have that yet. Yeah, it's yeah. hot degrees Fahrenheit. Hot degrees yeah. Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. are you going to know 212 yeah. from 201? Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> it's hot. That's it. Like, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. and then that's, it's subjective too, because like my, my wife's uh, uh, idea of hot is very different from mine. So like I take according to her boiling showers and for me, it's a comfortable shower. To me, yeah. she takes freezing showers, but to her, it's it's a warm shower, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's not how it's life not, works. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, no, it's true. And I guess that's why we have different levels, because you know, hot to somebody is 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 not hot to somebody else, and what's paranormal to me might not be paranormal to you or or you, know, you know. Um, but we're all here for the discussion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, my, can I get into what my best? Because I actually have an apparition story. Yes, yeah, absolutely. of course. I was gonna say. Oh, okay. I feel like we sorry if we derailed your your outline, but let's get back. Oh no, 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 no! I actually have a lot of these on here. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm, okay. I'm I'm not a bar chart. I'm a scatter plot. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so this was uh, this was recent. It was about a year, year and a half ago, right? And we were at uh, Laurel Hill Cemetery in Philadelphia which is a it's more of like a celebrity type of uh, cemetery meaning like 
there's a lot of bodies in there who of like rich people or people from like the Titanic or and they even have like faux graves for Adrian and and um Pauly from the Rocky movies, right? So oh, it, it's wow. like it's like a place you can come and walk around. It's like a happy cemetery if that is even a thing. So anyway, um, you know, we were we are the um, investigators of choice by the cemetery. So when enough people sign up, they give us a call. They say, "Hey, can you come and um, you know, we do some tours. We have, you know, we've done some for like forty-five people before. We break them into groups. Right. We go around. We talk a little bit about the cemetery. We're almost like." paranormal tour guides basically when we do that we have all of our equipment flashlights you know people love handling the k2s who else that gets the whole one you know you don't ever yeah. do that unless you're doing this um the evps things of that nature so before we go off we tell everyone like um hey you're here to have a good time and you're here to hopefully see something so if you see something say something because a lot of times people all they do is they hold it in because they don't know if they really saw it. They don't even trust their own eyes, right? Yeah. So we're like, I don't care if it was a flash on the corner of your eye. You say something and let's see if other people have seen it. Um, and that's just how we're going to go. And everyone's like, okay, cool. Sounds great. We go around and we do the typical like, oh, this person was in Titanic. You know, this. So it's coming about to the middle, middle end of the, of the tour. We're working our way back to like the, the main building. And we get to a place that has the youngest, I believe it's the youngest person to ever die in a, a combat on American soil. He was like 13. He was, you know, Revolutionary right. War. He was, you know, Philadelphia. So it's all around the history, you know. Um, you know, I, I believe he was a bugle boy or a drummer or something like that, right? So he passed away and we were getting up to that point. And I'm walking with the another tour guide, you know, and there was one more that backs us up. You know what I mean? That's all the way in the back to make sure the group stays together. So him and I are talking and out of the, like the corner of my, I just see something white. And I, I, you know, originally I just think it's another person because we're walking around with people, but it was in the grave area, not on the like walkway. And I turn and I look and I saw look like military fatigues of like, you know, um, a colonial soldier, but really, you know, what colonial civil war was, it was a older time soldier. It was legs and it took like three steps towards us, did an about face and just walked off Ooh. only from like stomach. Not, yeah. Only from like <laughs> stomach down. I, yeah. Yeah. So, uh. so I hear him next to me. And he says, I'm not going to say, what did you just see? And I said, what I saw was two legs making about three steps towards us and then turning and walking away really fast. And he said, like a Civil War soldier, right? And I said, yes. Wow. <laughs> and we turned around and we said to the group, did anybody see anything just now? And he said, I thought I saw a guy walking away over there. And a couple other people said, yeah, too. So yeah. not everybody, not everybody. You know, but you, you're talking, you're walking, maybe you just didn't see it. But yeah. I had five out of that group, me, the other guy, and three members of the actual tour group, see a full body apparition. And I said, that's our Super Bowl. That's our holy yeah. ground. We don't yes. ever get to see that. That is still my, well, unless you get the cat, but human. <laughs> um, yeah. That's my only yeah. physical viewing of one uh, to this date. So um, that one is up there like i don't know i guess if i got the top half it would do a top it yeah. <laughs> if i get a whole yeah. body yeah but people are it's always funny to me because we're like oh you have a full body apparition story i'm like 
half of it. Half body. Yeah. 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 So yeah. There, it's true. There yeah. was no head. There was no. It was That's like funny. belly, like almost right to the belly button down. You know what yeah. I mean? There was a little gut, little stomach, but not all of it. And you know, I just I said you guys should stop. You know, we're joking around with them afterwards. Like, just stop coming to these because you're not going to top that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're, you're not going to top that. Um, the only way to top it is to get possessed, and nobody wants that. but yeah now i'm interested you know this is the first time hearing from you do you guys have any apparition stories or no eric does you do i've seen many an apparition yeah oh wonderful yeah well well, especially in the nursing home right i mean yeah i feel like that's where you saw majority of them few in the nursing home uh i've had a couple at my wife's parents house um i've had one at my dad's house i feel like he's i always say that he's the seer and i'm the feeler if that makes sense okay yeah he's more often like gonna see something versus i'm more often gonna feel it when Um, you feel do you get the emotion with it or you just feel the presence i have i've most definitely felt like overwhelming sadness for absolutely mm-hmm. no reason or anger that was i think that was actually the the anger was the first uh my first experience with like this isn't mine if that makes sense like i was i was yeah. going through some stuff but the amount of anger that i was feeling um was absurd like there is no reason why i should be that angry for something so small uh and i mean that's like a whole other story i guess <laughs> um but yeah yeah uh, i um i ref- or i mentioned that you know a house that i owned um you know a little bit earlier but that place definitely had activity too and i had i had a, a good experience with um trickster spirits or or um some people call it a doppelganger right yeah. and um i've heard my my wife's voice from the other room i would you know and she's not there and at my at my work too, I, I work in the medical field, a nursing facility, right? And um, I've walked past people, and then them be at their desk, like on the other side of the building. When I get back there, no, no possible way for them, unless they were running past me. There's no other way they would get there, and like passing them in the hallway and that sort of thing. Um, but the, those ones really, those are the confusing ones because then you really start to question: Did I see them or not? Did I see? And I know. I passed you, you know, in the hallway. I know what you were doing. I, there's no possible way for you to be back in like the office area when, when you were just over there, and there's only one hallway leading in. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I would have seen you. And so, like that, I, I always struggle with uh, doppelgangers and things like that, just because it's like, it, is it? something else pretending to be or is it uh more of like a residual you know i don't want to say haunting but a residual energy i guess of like whether it's them saying your name or saying a phrase maybe that's pretty common um Mm -hmm. but i i mean i guess part of it is like you would kind of feel whether it's like something feels off or i don't know yeah no i I totally understand what what you're saying. Um, and I'm often like trying to bring a scientific approach to everything as well. Um, we're, we're energy. You, me, we're just a ball of energy, right? With a physical mass attached to it. That's what we are. Um, energy 
from a scientist way smarter than me, Albert Einstein said, energy cannot be created nor destroyed, right? Yeah. We get destroyed. This manifestation of us gets destroyed. We die, we rot, we all that kind of stuff. The energy, what happens there? So when you have houses and buildings and things made of like, um, you know, uh, plaster, you have it made out of, um, you know, wood, other kinds of material, wood holds energy. You ever have like heat on wood? It burns. It obviously holds energy. It can conduct. Metal can conduct energy. So who's to say that our imprint in our reality can't be stored in those things? And we just haven't figured out a way to view that yet. And then it comes out. Because, you know, when, you know, if the house is hot all day at night, it's cool. It eventually becomes cool then, too. So it gets rid of that energy as well. Who's to say that that can't happen in this realm with with our physical energy, us, our physical energy imprint on our surroundings? Yeah. Yeah. As far as because I know, like, as a kid, especially or like a younger person, I guess I don't necessarily know the age, but I feel like when I was younger, I would hear my name get called a lot. Mm-hmm. Like in this house or uh, just in general, like I would hear my, like somebody call my name and I turn around. Nobody's, nobody's, I mean, there's sometimes there was people, but there was nobody that I knew there. So, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes it was a familiar voice and sometimes it was like, I just heard someone call me and I turn around like, what, like, who's calling me? And, you know, and I know sometimes yeah. I've heard, like, I've heard a voice or like, I'll hear something like we can be out and i feel like like my wife's talking to me or like she says something to me she's like i didn't say anything i'm like oh okay and that usually i'm like okay well somebody else said something somewhere else you know what i mean and that's i heard them and thought it was her but uh i mean it's like i said as a kid or when i was younger i definitely felt like i heard my name get called a lot yeah um and and it it's also that um a little bit do we take that with us you know what I mean? Do, do, is it in us or is it in the place that we live? You know, yeah. we've all heard stories about like um, Native Americans cursing lands and things like that. Yeah. Where, you know, that, that's completely different to me than what residual haunts are. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they're completely different. So is it us? Is it how we act and what is manifesting back at us? You know what I mean? Because we don't know how to control whatever we are and, and, you know, I am of the belief, um, getting into the UFO stuff, I am the belief that us humans are, we're genetically engineered, right? We, we were a product of, um, you know, uh, genetic splicing, engineering, whatever you want to call it. I just think we're too different than everything else on this planet. Um, and the book, um, the, the forbidden book of the Bible, the book of Enoch, um, we, you know, it, it talks about the Anunnaki and those type of things, right? Who, who supposedly lost their, you know, their Babies. sleep. Yeah. 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 And gained, you know, basically made us to replace them and then left. And then we're here, you know, with not knowing what to do other than to enslave each other. Cause we're really good at that. You know, oh, <laughs> in yeah. Jesus, we're yeah. really good at that. But you know, um, it, it just, it seems to make a lot of sense. That to me inherently feels, you know, it doesn't have to disprove major religion, the Bible or anything like that, but there are similarities to that from that, that are in, you know, Bible, Torah, whatever, you know, religion you are um, in. So, um, and, and 
furthermore, on top of that, I also am of the belief that, you know, what you mentioned before, Michelle, where um, is, par- is UFO and, and paranormal, are they, you know, in are they similar? What's going on there? I do believe that. I do believe that this is a, a bunch of interdimensional beings. You know what I mean? And what we see when we have encounters with them, when we have encounters in that sort of thing, is almost a thinning of a veil between our realm and theirs. Where we might not actually, if we see a UFO up in the sky, it might not actually be here. You know, it might not actually be here. We just have a pathway into their realm, you know. And I believe that there's ongoing practices to try to communicate and jump these dimensions, these parallels. And a little bit of getting back to the astral plane might be just that overlap borderline. You know what I mean? Like if you're taking an elevator down and somebody's taking an elevator up and you just catch, you know what I mean? They'll catch you right there. You, you know, and, and it could account for many things such as that. Catch them from projection. the waist down. Yeah. Wa- waist down. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you weren't at that floor, if somebody walked by yeah. and you weren't at that floor yet, they're only, you're only going to see the half of them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just call yeah. back to the ghost in the, in the graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. I like that title ghost in the graveyard. It sounds yeah. like a killer book, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually speaking of books and what you're talking about, as far as like that, that we were essentially like, Modif- genetically modified or created. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, I, I guess I mentioned it in a few a few episodes back, but a, a friend of mine had me read uh, one of Dolores Cannon's books. I literally cannot remember off the top of my head, but um, I kind of want to look it up because it, it touches on that a lot uh, as far as, yeah, you know, a higher being or whatever, uh, essentially putting us on earth. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the thing- topics, I guess, one of the, the stories or things that they talked about was like an asteroid coming that introduced like um bacteria and like viruses that ended up making us sick and kind of uh made us not as great as we could have been and they're like so mm-hmm. do we just like kill them off or do we just let them like do their thing and they're like just let them do their thing but that's why they're still kind of in and out and we kind of see them people are getting abducted like tests and like all this yeah. other kind of stuff how like, far along are they now how far along are yeah. they now you know what I mean? yeah. that sort of thing oh no and, guys they're regressing yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> then yeah. then they might come to the kill them all yeah, <laughs> then, yeah. then it I might mean, come back to that <laughs> look they're clearly not learning yeah <laughs> we are literally on the, the plate glass under a microscope that's what we yeah. are we're you know they dropped a little water on us and they take a look yeah. um <laughs> but no that, that's it's it's fascinating the stories because, you know, we were talking just about, you know, today on the group, just about this too, where it seems that every, you know, if you talk about major religion and you talk about, you know, a Bible or Torah or whatever, all of them have a great flood. All of them have a being from the sky. And it's hard to get into UFO history and not talk about religion. It's hard to get into religion and not talk about UFO back then. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost connected and which is I find fascinating. And, you know, I have uh, what I appreciate is there's a bunch of amateur like anthropologists and, and they some of them are in our group and they just, you know, they have a day job, but they study like, you know, origins of people and where they came from. And they they find a lot of similarities when you can track everything back to Samaria. And then Mesopotamia, the cradle of life, you know, all of, we all learned about that in school. But the, the interesting part is 
why do all of them have similar stories about this great flood? And if you believe in the genetic engineering, you have to believe in the Anunnaki, who were like the first inhabitant, alien inhabitants of Earth hundreds of thousands of years ago, not like any time recently with like BC and things like that, hundreds of thousands of years ago. So if you believe in that, um, where their exoplanet, you know, comes into our solar system and then goes back around and all of that, you know what I mean? That's basically what they believe. Anunnaki came from planet Naboo that came into our orbit, you know, and has an extremely wide orbit that we can, you know, it takes 30,000 years or so to come back um, or 3,600 years ago, I'm sorry, to come back around. But when this time in the Anunnaki were there, that planet was close enough, its gravitational pull basically pushed all the ocean water across all of the land. And that's where the great flood came from. So, if you have that story and then every major religious text talks about some kind of flood event, you know, Noah's Ark and things like that, man, you're starting to have a lot of similarities and it's almost like you have a really killer party, right? You're at a really killer party and somebody does something stupid. You know, somebody falls in the pool with all their clothes on and things like that. You're going to remember that exactly right then. But as everybody goes out they leave the party two days later, they're telling the story to their other friends a little bit changes and then a little bit changes and then a little bit changes and a little bit changes uh, down the line. Those people that were originally there, think of them as like the major founders of these religions. And as their teachings go on, they sort of become bastardized versions of what really happened. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, who's to say that all of this isn't something like that, where they got the bullet points you know what I mean? They got the major bullet points, but the actual sub stories below, they might not have understood, you know, or, or yeah. got right. Yeah. Yeah. Which then caused war and, you know, famine thousands of years later. <laughs> and still now, honestly. Yeah. To yeah. Today. That's what I mean. Yeah. Now. Yeah. 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 You people killing each other just because they don't believe the same thing you do, you know. That I can't. Sad. Yeah. Well, I, it's. Yeah. I'm kind of going back to the whole, like, is it, is it the same thing? Um, I feel like Eric and I grew up Catholic, so we were Same very here. like, yeah, we we're very religion based, and some of those fears were like based because of the Catholicism. And then as we got older, yes. we've kind of like eh, detached a bit, but we still, um, I you know have beliefs. There's there's obviously certain aspects of the religion that that are still nice, and others yeah. not so nice. But I, you know, like kind of new pope's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> um but go yeah, going back into the like uh ghosts and aliens, I distinctly remember um you know, having this dream where at at the time I was very much into angels. I feel like that's how I kind of started my okay. spiritual journey, I guess, cuz that felt still kind of connected to the church, but uh it was on a different level that mm-hmm. wasn't like Bible stuff. And I had I had this dream, and Eric was actually in it. Um, and it first started as like these two shadow figures that showed up in my room, and freaked me freaked me out like pretty bad. To the, and it was almost like a sleep paralysis, but uh, I was able what to she me- get out of it. Huh? What she meant to say was freaked her the fuck out, but she yeah. Stopped <laughs> herself from cussing. I try. I'm trying. I, I do swear like a sailor. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it really freaked me out. Uh, I it was borderline sleep paralysis and had i not 
gotten up and actually exited my door, I would have just chalked it up to a sleep paralysis dream. But I was able to like wiggle free of that. I was able to go outside of my bedroom door and Eric was there, um, which again, we live five and a half, almost six hours away. Mm -hmm. So there's no way. Um, And he kept telling me I had to go back into the room and I was like freaking out. I don't want to go back in there. Like there's these two shadow figures. He's like, but you need to, you need to. And finally he just like bear hugs me and drags me back to the bedroom And when he spins me around to look at where these two shadow figures were, now they're this, like, beautiful, brilliant, like, rainbow, like, flashing lights. And they're gorgeous. And I remember just thinking, like, I was so overwhelmed at how beautiful it was that I, like, fell to my knees. And when I woke up from that, and and I don't know, I guess I just, whatever happened after that happened, um, that was kind of the end of the dream for me. I remember waking up and just being like how just astonished at how beautiful these these lights were. And again, at that time, I was like, oh, they were angels. Like they had to be angels, right? They're angels. Okay, yes, whatever. And then we started doing this podcast and we had a guest on that was like, oh, yeah, something, something, alien abductions, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, what if that was an alien abduction? Because of, of how the conversation went and some of the things that he was saying. Then I was like, all right, was it something nice? Was it actually angels or was it like some sort of alien abduction? And it was one of those dreams where it feels real. Like I could feel Eric's like bear hug. I could feel yeah. his like skin on my skin. I could feel like that fight of trying to get out of my bed and opening the door like, you know, and and I feel like that was I can say like that was a moment where things kind of just like blended together and I was like I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore <laughs> like I don't know what, <laughs> what basically um and I'm curious if you've ever had anything like that happen where like you maybe you thought it was one thing and as you've I don't know learned or like had these conversations with your groups and stuff and like maybe it wasn't that maybe it was something else yeah so I mean first of all props on that guy that you had on the podcast because my mind instantly went there because uh, one of the key things of like alien abductions is you know um tricking it it needs to trick you you know what I mean yeah you're going to be terrified if these grays come in with the big eyes and there's five of them and they need to get you on their spacecraft or whatever right you're gonna you're gonna fight and kick and scream but if it comes to you as somebody familiar as somebody you know you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was it, used. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It used you. It used you. I mean, it used you can sue them for copyright infringement because that's right. what it did. That's what they did. Motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it came to you as your brother that you have to go in there. Why was it so not forceful? Well, I mean, a little forced because it bear hugged you. Yeah. But why was it yeah. so engaged to get you to go back in that room and then changed itself? You know, and yeah. one of the theories that I've had that really started to make a lot of sense that I believe in now is that, you know, UFOs, if you believe in them coming here and you believe aliens coming here, they're going to have to know at least something about us, all these abductions, all these things, they have to study us. They need to know what we are. Right. So if you have that and you have, um, you know what they're good at and what they're not good at, we're terrible at seeing in the dark and we're terrible (laughs) in the water. And a lot of these things come out of the water, have are around water because they know basically, let me make another analogy. <laughs> you know, say there's, you have a house and you have a cat and you have a puppy, right? The puppy's loud. It's ignorant. It, it's stupid. And the cat can get away from it at any time. It's not so much dangerous to you, but it's just, it's annoying. 
So the cat stays to areas where the dog can't get. That's that's what I'm liking it to here. It stays in the water. And then in the dark, when you have it in the dark, it knows you can't see. But the problem is, is it's too good at being in the dark. It's dark is darker than the dark in the room. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah, so, so, so your shadow figures, you could distinctly make out a figure in the dark, correct? Yeah. So that's where I do believe that it could be a little bit of an alien abduction because it tried one thing. You left because it scared you and it knew to throw a family member, which it had your brother, right? Take you back into that room. And then when it scared the crap out of you being dark, it immediately went 180, right? And did yeah. something, you know, I, I got to get it to oh, trust me. Ugh, oh, it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, <you're good. laughs> but, but that's that was my, like, um, you know, adding on to the point of your previous guest yeah. of, you know, this very well could be it. And your, you, it didn't give you enough, you know, um, anesthesia. Additive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Okay, yeah. guys. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, so, uh, yeah. So for me, yes, I, I have had experience like that too. Um, it was something that I could always chalk up to sleep paralysis, but mm-hmm. might have been something more. So I have had sleep paralysis a, a lot. And by a lot, I don't, I shouldn't say a lot, but like since I was a young kid, maybe like 10 times, 12 times, things like that. But a lot more than when I have other heard other people where they're like, oh, it's about three or four times out of my life. So um, I've had the one that's post sleep where you wake up, but you can't open your eyes. Right. I can, you know, I, I'm, I'm aware mentally, but I'm, wow, I'm really trying to open my eyes. I can't open my eyes. I've had that one. This one was different. This was at that house that I believe was haunted. Um, a lot of negative energy with that. A lot of things that happened in that house before I bought it. Um, so I'm laying down, I'm, I'm laying on my side. Uh, and all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, I felt an impression of like the bed go down, like something put their hand on it. Yeah. And I heard, you know, like a, you know, like, Uh, uh, (laughs) but I also felt like like breath right here and I'm on my side. So it's going to be like right in this area. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, and I, I can't open my eyes, but I felt as if I was going to die. I felt wow. if I don't keep fighting to open my eyes and just let it happen, I'm going to die. Has the reaper came back for you? Yeah, okay, it might have. Ahead. It might have. And um, I'm like, and then all of a sudden I just jerked awake. Like, <gasps> you know yeah. what I mean? I was missing time. I, you know, was in a dead sweat. Um, my sheets were all messed up, which I'm completely aware of this. You know what I mean? I know I'm trying to open my eyes. I'm not moving. I'm paralyzed. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, like it was like I was doing some alligator death rolls in my bed. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I was flipping over, yeah. making a burrito out of myself. Like I, my, my like shirt was pulled up. Um, my pants were like not all the way up. I had one sock on, one sock off, and I was just really freaked out because I was like, I, that could have been my abduction story, you yeah. know, where I'm, it's trying to give me the guise of sleep paralysis, but really, I've had that. I know what that's more like. This one was almost a fight. You know what yeah. I mean? It was almost mm-hmm. a fight, but what I couldn't get my head around was the 
why did I feel I was going to die if I just let it happen and didn't keep fighting to open mm-hmm. my eyes? That's what was freaky about it. So, so that's my, you know, in the yeah. dark, you know, story that could have been, you know, might have been sleep paralysis, but was something else probably. Makes me. So feel I'm better. gonna need you both to imagine something real quick. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. This this is his thing. Is okay. his his intrusive thoughts that he has. He always says imagine, and then he makes things ten times worse than they actually. Oh are. no. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, times may not be as bad, but what if that two foot reaper that your mother had seen was actually yeah. an alien i mean disguised yeah. maybe just so that it's like something more familiar to her so she doesn't freak out seeing a two-foot alien standing I mean, next to her but the child reaper is still terrifying to you. well yeah i mean it's terrifying yeah. well, it, had but it's, to, it had to project that fear into her though he's right yeah to to make her not come to you or to what, what did you say about her yeah. instinct no to, it was in the same yeah. room it was yeah. in the same room so yeah. think of like and I know what room it is. So from what I remember, like, okay, it's a door, bed along this wall. You know what I mean? So the door's right here and the crib's next to the window. So it had to go across the bed. Mm. Or, I mean, not like over it, but like, yeah. you know, across the front of the bed, the bed yeah. to get to that, to get to it. And so she had to clock it from coming in the room. You know what I mean? And Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that so very well could be. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, now you're part of this UFOs and yeah, but so well, Michelle, yeah. yes, okay. you, me, like he said, you were actually abducted and they had you already on a table. So the table that you were on was like, Not in my your bed. mind, it was your bed, but they actually had you, you I was know, trying to escape the the. Yeah. surgical room yeah and you walked out <laughs> so you walk out of the room and they're like no you need to go get her back and like well how are we gonna get her back she's freaking out it's like well project the brother's image like tom was saying mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. go in there and they're like hey look we're we're nice and like no we're gonna yeah. fucking no yeah. that's when that's when they got me in the neck with the sedative because i literally fell to my knees like at how yeah. beautiful these lights yeah. were and then i literally don't remember anything after that then it was just me waking up the following yeah. morning my and, projection got that got you in the neck because you're like bear hug and they're like Turn yeah around, look yeah. at this and Gotcha. No, because I was, yeah, I was even trying to fight you. Like, it, it it didn't matter that it was you. It was, like, I didn't so care. something about like, you knew it yeah. wasn't him. Yes. No, very much so. Because even then, okay. I was trying to fight him uh, because that's how scary. I And it's it's literally still so clear in my head right now. Like, I can play it back like a movie. Um, and, I yeah, so I, I still, yeah. even, even with him trying to get me back into the room, I didn't want to. Like, it, it took him literally bear hugging me. And I couldn't, like, I, I distinctly remember trying to even get out of his bear hug and I couldn't. And then that's when I, he, like, flipped me to, like, look at them. And that's when I saw the lights and just, like, I was, I guess, out it's, again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, this is, and how about this portion of it? That this is, what you remember is probably only what you could understand of it. Yeah. So you're drawing, you're drawing these pieces from what's in your own mind. And what actually happened? <laughs> something worse yeah it might be (laughs) no it might be i'm serious like it might be something that you can't possibly understand because your brain only has these images these things so you're placing these in its place to try to reconstruct a memory of something that happened while you were not conscious yeah 
and and I really I really wish I could and I'll probably have to look it up and maybe just email it to you later because just based off the topics that we've been talking about I think that you would really enjoy this book too. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely went in with an open mind, not really knowing what to expect, and there's definitely some things that are pretty far out there. But I mean, with an open mind, you're like, all right, I can I can kind of see how that you know works or would would work. Um, but that was one of the things that they discussed in the book too, was that a lot of us who maybe have had like abduction experiences and, or maybe we're not aware, like we signed up for it basically. Um, and we knew maybe, that maybe. this was going to happen. Um, and that now as humans, we perceive it as something negative that's happening, but I guess we kind of already knew what was going to happen, but as a human, we don't like it. But as whatever we are after being human, uh, we're aware of what's supposed to happen. I think there's a point to that. I think that if we are matching vibrational patterns with them, right? If we want to call it that, if we want to match our energy with them and in essence be a beacon of where, hey, you can come and take me our bodies aren't doing it, but our souls, our spirits, whatever you want to call it is doing that. Then I can believe that. Then I can believe that we are signing up for something greater than here on this physical, you know, world, you know what I mean? Where, um, you know, Hey, if you let us experiment on you, we'll help you out in an afterlife or, or crossover dimensional plane or, or achieve happiness, you know, but we can't understand that as, ourselves here you know being locked into this body that loves you know we love to poison ourselves you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so um yeah. you know I, I think there has to be something greater i think there i think that we are all on a a path you know we're all on an interdimensional path you know heaven might not be in the stars it could be just at the end of this interdimensional you know hotel basically this hall with different <laughs> floors on it you know what i mean yeah um but definitely signing up and, and and you know having these experiments for the good of of mankind and opening ourselves to that has to come into play for something because almost have you ever met anybody who's actively engaged in this field who says mm, i never had anything have you met anybody that can tell you that you know i can't either so what are we trying to, you know, we're obviously not trying to lie. And if we're telling our truth about what stories and what, you know, um, experiences we had, um, does that mean it happens to everybody? And, you know, certain people just don't want to say it or does it only happen to us because we can, we opened that tunnel, you know, yeah. who's to say? That's... I know. Go ahead. I was going to say, I know we def- we've definitely talked about like, everybody being able to experience these kinds of things. It's just, it depends on, I guess what you were taught. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, so as a kid, you know, I feel like a lot of kids have experiences, whether it be, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, things that they're seeing, imaginary friends, even stuff like that. And then, you know, nightmares or I saw this person in the closet, mommy, daddy, and then mom and dad are like, Oh no, it's your imagination. And then, Yeah, and so you you end up shutting off that kind of like being able to see and feel those things, and you're just like, all right, well, it's all fake. And uh, 
And then if you grow up and then you're like, okay, well, let me, like, I want to be more open to this. And then you open yourself back up. Then, you know, I think you'd be able to have those experiences. I think a lot of times too, I mean, I've, I've met a few skeptics who, like you mentioned, uh, you know, earlier, you know, they're skeptics, but they're skeptics because they're afraid of what they're going to find, find or Mm -hmm. see or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I'm afraid to see certain things, but I'm afraid to uh, see them because I've already seen them. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of times they may have seen something, heard something, felt something, but they're like, no, it's not real because they don't want to feel that fear of the unknown. You know? Absolutely. Um, They, they had a taste of it and they did not like it. Mm -hmm. I think is what you're talking about. And um, when, when you don't like it, you're trying to project your reality on the reality of everybody. Like, no, it's not real. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It it was this and then this and see, it explains it. And I think even deep down, they know, and they're trying to convince themselves otherwise, but it's coming out around them that they keep in a world around them of this doesn't exist. And I'm only keeping people around me who think it doesn't exist either. And, um, they're unwilling to go there because a lot of times when we don't know something, our first reaction is fear and we all have emotions that we don't like. And some people might just hate fear more than anger. You know what I mean? And and so they'll do anything to stay out of that. It's, it's almost like a way of self-preservation, right? They want to preserve themselves by keeping themselves happy and staying out of fear. They like, um, I don't watch any horror movies. No, I don't like horror movies. I don't, I don't ever watch that. I hate Halloween. I don't like that. I, I like Christmas more. You know what I mean? I'd rather watch Disney movies than A24 movies, whatever it is, right? Um, I definitely think that it's a self-preservation mechanism that is active inside them. We all have fight or flight. I think maybe they might have easier access to a third way, which is I'm shutting all this down. That's that was very insightful. I don't know, like that, everything that you just said kind of put certain things, certain situations, certain people and stuff like into a different perspective that I hadn't really uh, thought about. And yeah, so thank you for saying that. Oh, no, no <laughs> yeah. problem. It's just uh, my, because uh, we have to bring, all of this is related. We have to bring human elements, consciousness into the paranormal, because not only is it objects that we react to, but it's a part of our reality too. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and, you know, um, basically have a mindset of, you can call me crazy, but I'm not going to call you crazy. You know what I mean? So I I can take it. That's fine. But I'm not going to cast that back in back on you, you know, um, and seeing these people in the light, you know, sometimes I do feel bad for them because if it is out of fear and self-preservation, man, what they must've saw, felt, experienced, scared the hell out of them. You know what I mean? And, 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 and. When you look at it in that perspective, I genuinely feel bad because I don't want anybody to be terrified in in their life. You know what I mean? We have enough things to be scared about. Famine, war, poverty, sickness. You know what I mean? To have yeah. this on top of it in an unwelcomed environment constantly, I do feel for those people. Yeah. I, I feel like we say this all the time, but truly... Um scratch the surface on things that we could talk about and i'm kind of jealous that you have this group that just talks about this like (laughs) all the time well Um, it's ufos over pa please join and meet up with us um so i believe you're an hour behind so it would be like five to six for you 
and it's UFOs over PA, but we have people and what we got, we're going to change the names soon because I have people from Virginia, from North Carolina, from, you know, other states. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That other states really that they just, they're like, I don't know. I don't see a lot of these and you guys just, we just talk and it's like, you know, basically we, we embarrass you for the first time. So when you're new and you, you you hop on, right. (laughs) If you're new and you hop on, we're like, you know, we just ask what got you into the paranormal UFOs and things like that. And what keeps you interested. We always put that second part. So we hear from people, our demographic is all over the board. I have people in high school and we also have senior citizens, you know what I mean? And uh, one of my coworkers, dad hopped on and he was a military guy and said he saw some stuff, but um, he was in the air force at the time that project blue book got um, uh, ended and he was told specifically. So I said, I want to get into what actually happened. You know, I want to hear your stories about, you know, what you saw, but tell me about, And so he's like, yeah, they came in with flyers and said, you're not talking about Project Blue Book. It's done. It's over. You know, you saw nothing and you're going to say nothing. (laughs) That kind of like enforcement, you know, about that from a guy in Wilmington, Delaware, who was in Guam as a, you know, a firefighter in the Air Force back in 69 to 72. Um, These stories are out there. It's not just the ones you see on TV. We, We provide a safe space for people to just come and say their ideas. And we get good discussion, you know, and, and, and we've been lucky, Mark and I, um, my co-host from the uh, Label Paranormal Podcast, we've been lucky because we haven't had to, like, kick anybody out or anything like that. Um, you know, people just, they have a good time. They talk. Um, we're trying to actually meet up at some point this winter. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it's definitely a place that, you know, by all means, come by. And, and if you're interested, hop on with Mark and I, and we can have a round table basically we we're a topic based one so we'll say all right let's talk about blah 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 and you know we'll just go on and on about like how that relates but it also like this a little bit where we can you know we we, we improv it you know what i mean we go on yeah. to different subjects we just keep it structured to a theme so we would love to have both of you on for for that as well um and yeah so like uh you know um the the groups the people you know i think as you know, and I don't know your, your ages, but you look about my age, you know, um, you know, thirties. So, uh, yeah. um, I think what we have here is a generation coming in, kicking out the old and trying to ask maybe not more questions, but better questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I'll, I'll be 36 in two months. I'll be 30 uh, I'm 36. <laughs> so it's 33. I know. And we're still considered millennial. How about that? (laughs) I think like we're right in the middle of millennial. Like we're not the older millennials and we're not those younger towards the Gen Z millennials. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. But you know, I'm happy I grew up in the time I, uh, in the time I did, I don't think I would change that. We saw a lot of, if you were to classify decades, seventies probably had music, but nineties definitely had TV. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> hell hell yeah. So I we, just, we can be the oldies saying they don't make them like they used to. Yeah. I still find myself going on Disney, Disney Plus, watching all the Disney Channel shows that we used to watch. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, now that um, Paramount, Paramount yeah, Plus has Paramount all the Nickelodeon Plus. stuff. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, I'm just upset that they don't have like the full seasons of Salute Your Shorts. Uh <laughs> I don't know if y'all ever. If, I don't know, Michelle. I remember, I don't know that. If you remember yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. 
So mm-hmm. salute your shorts. Like they, I was like, oh, badass. I started watching it and it's like n- not like even full episodes. Like yeah. there's full episodes, but not full seasons. And I was just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like maybe yeah. maybe it got canceled <laughs> and they had to take them off. I, I also I also really uh, what I enjoy about the time that we grew up is we grew up in that time where the internet wasn't a thing for a long time and then all of a sudden it was the thing. Yes. Yeah. So we got to experience life before the internet and then with the internet. And oh, then absolutely. now it's just, you know. Yeah. So I mean that house I told you about growing up, like before the internet, my you know me and my brother, we would just go out and hit trees with sticks and yeah. play. You know, we're we're, we're sword fight. You know, we're swordsmen yeah. and we're fighting trees. And then, literally, in the span of like five years, you're on AIM. Yeah. And you're messaging your friends from school and strangers in another the phone lines. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely strangers. Yeah, we've all yeah. ventured into a chat room we shouldn't have been in. You yeah. know, we've all done that. Sure. Saying we were an age we weren't really. Yeah, yeah. ASL yeah. and all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. So now. It is, isn't it? Yeah, like it is. we did that. And you know what? We we a little bit of us wants to own it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. we did that, but also yeah, we did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you'll, you'll never experience that. Yeah, yeah, you'll never know who really you're talking to on the other yeah. end of that chat box, um, or you'll never have the simple pleasure of shading someone via song lyric in your away message. Oh right? my god, yes, <laughs> that was like I would all all the em- the most emo freaking song lyrics I could find. Yeah. Me. Like that's for so and so. Like oh, they're on. Let me like put yeah. my away message so that that's yeah, the, yeah that's they're they gonna want. see it exactly. yeah and they're gonna know yeah oh Absolutely. my god oh man all right well tom this is i mean even going off topic not even talking about the paranormal has been a blast absolutely <laughs> so, i've absolutely yeah. loved it i hope we can do it again i hope you can come on ours but please keep reaching out to me if anything else like crazy comes up i will i'll write back see if we can hop on do it again yeah, absolutely. Because I, yeah, I was listening to your shows and you talking about USOs and and missing four one one, and we didn't even get into that yet. So, definitely, we'll most likely have you back on because we just scratched the surface, haven't even yes, gotten into absolutely. it. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And and that's the thing, you know. I, I really appreciate your guys' podcast, your time, and, and it was great kicking it with you here. And you know, you're the type of people that make me want to come on and be a guest, you know, because. An hour and a half flew by, and honestly, if you were to ask me, I said we didn't talk about nothing, you know. <laughs> so yeah. it's always yeah. it's always good, you know what I mean, when you can just have a conversation that flows because we've all heard the podcast where it's like, "Yep, uh huh, yeah, uh, yeah, good," and you're just like, "We've had those too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. It's you very. Just... It's it also very much depends on the guest because. Yeah. Yeah. So we appreciate. Well, I think it's you the energy. It's that. the energy because all of this is happening. You know what I mean. All of this has to happen. But yeah, you're right. If the energy is not matching, your 15 minutes could feel like an hour. You yeah. know what I mean. And here, an hour and a half felt like 15. So yeah, very much so. Well, but, um, absolutely. I, I love. Thank you both again. Yeah, of course. And and I know that you you mentioned you know the the group, but if you want to kind of repeat that, where people can find you guys and and listen to your podcasts and everything and social medias or anything like that. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, Spotify, Amazon, Alexa, Apple Podcasts, primarily YouTube because people like watching the video. You know, we have our, our biggest count on there. So Labeled Paranormal is the podcast. 
please check us out on you know Amazon, Apple, uh, YouTube, and Spotify. And we have a Facebook group as well, labeled Paranormal. Please join us there. But also, if you would like and have a you know scary story or anything like that, email us, labeledparanormal at gmail.com. You know, we do take listener sub- submissions. And we're going to be having a few, um, you know, like listener episodes of people, things that people wrote in and things like that. So that's going to be really fun. But yeah, Label Paranormal. And also our meetup group is UFOs over PA. So hop, if you're on meetup, hop on, uh, look up UFOs over PA. You don't have to be from PA. Join the group. And, you know, we put a Teams link in there every week, six to seven on Thursdays and just open it up and be like, what does one of them talk about today? And then just from that, something will get started, just like how we did here. You know, yeah. something will get started. We'll talk about we've been through different alien civilizations. We've been through consciousness. We've been through all the way up into, oh, what was a good thing you just watched? You know, we just were talking about last week, um, the movie, The Fourth Kind, you know, that that movie. So um, I can't give you, I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen, but it's based on UFOs and where it goes from there. Who knows? But yes, thank you for letting me have my shout outs there. Yeah, of Taking course. Taking two of full course. two minutes for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Not a problem at all. Well, all right, guys. That was our guest, Tom. You already forgot. No. What is it? Kawe, duh. <laughs> was it? Are you sure? Yeah. I'll make sure to listen in the beginning before I edit and delete this or leave it what do you think i am me do you think i'm horrible with names i know i am so if it's genetic then you are too yeah well, i'm better with faces but that's not Same. the point yeah <clears throat> anyway yeah that was i mean like he said guys 15 or sorry i <laughs> did it again an hour and a half an hour and, hour and a half felt like 15 minutes um my favorite type of guests, uh, it just, it just flowed. And I feel like sometimes I feel bad because I tell people like, or if you've been on the, on the podcast, I always send out an outline and I say, create an outline of the things that you want to discuss. And I feel like sometimes people might have an outline and then we just derail. And, um, but I, I feel like we may not have gotten through even half of his outline that's what I'm saying. We got to have him back on, and 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 I know I say that a lot, but truly, I was gonna say like we is... we need to start making a list of the people we say that to, so we can like, you know, actually get him back, get him back on. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, it's a brand new year. Um, I was gonna say it, it can be a year of everybody that we've said that we'll have them back on and get them back on this year. I mean, we can't. We didn't. We didn't say him by name, but we mentioned you know Craig that he was the one who kind of. Uh, got that in my head about maybe it was an alien abduction we haven't had one in, in a while so you know yeah we can do that it sounds good um oh, no for sure but yeah i mean he's definitely my type of people um i love just being able to throw something out there and these are definitely not topics or conversations that i would normally have with just anybody so mm-hmm. the reason why i love doing this podcast because i can say these crazy things or what some people might view as crazy and it doesn't seem so crazy or I don't feel so crazy saying them. Um, no, definitely. And it like, like you said, it's just, it's, it's, you don't always know. You have to put those feelers out to see who you're going to, you know, who you're going to share this kind of stuff with and hope that if you, you have the right feeling and when you do say something, they're not going to think you're, 
you're crazy. Yeah. So, like Tom mentioned, that I, I mean, he he didn't mention you specifically, but I definitely feel like you're the one that because I think if it was up to me, we would definitely be like, um, yeah. So, uh, and and you, your questions a lot of times I feel like help push, you know, push the conversations, especially <clears throat> especially in like. Um, topics that I am not really familiar with or I'm like, which is most topics, but like, I feel like your wealth of knowledge is as much as you say, you, you know, you, you may not know as much. I feel like, you know, a shit ton. So I think that that is also a huge contributing factor to you. Like just, it just starts going and stuff. And, and I think you also, you think about, you think about stuff a lot like uh like i'm just thinking introspective yes i I wanted to say introspective but i was like i'm probably gonna sound stupid saying that word so i said it about myself yes (laughs) so you're very you're very introspective and and i'm just like freaking out about life all the time so like i i feel like i never get that chance to really kind of just like ponder and think about things and you know deeper stuff so uh yeah that was insightful though that was introspective oh well, thank you <laughs> <laughs> truly truly no i mean to to be able to to i think that's where it begins is is with us with ourselves is being able to you know take a look at us ourselves kind of like what he was saying about like in our 20s it's very much like very superficial mm-hmm. and then once you get into your late 20s like early 30s you start getting a little more introspective and start it's you know you think a little bit more about yourself and stuff and, and not in a selfish way right but just like what the fuck are we doing here why are we here am i who i want to be what do i want out of life and you start asking those questions um but yeah yeah. I mean, it was it was a good good episode, and and uh, it was nice to you know come back and this be our first interview of the year. I was gonna I, say, yeah. I feel like we've the, the last year too. The the first interview we had was with uh, was with Lewis, and I feel like that was also oh, pretty good. Shit, really? Yeah. Are you serious? It was yeah. that long ago. He was the first one of the, the last year. Yeah, his was good too. Wow, that feels that's insane. Okay. We still Damn. need to do his podcast. That's true. So we'll do it. But yeah, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. And I mean, like I mentioned before, this is probably just the beginning, and and we'll have Tom and maybe we can have them both on at some point too. Tom and uh, Tom, or oh, sorry, uh, okay, Mark, uh, you know his his co-host um, on as well. Because I mean, if he's into like the secret government conspiracy sort of thing, I I can go down that rabbit hole too. I would love to to chat about that. I couldn't, but I'd like to hear about it. <laughs> I'll join you guys for the ride. Okay, okay. Well, all right, guys. If you'd like to contact us, check out our website at webelievedyou.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social media. So make sure you go like, follow, and share on Facebook or Instagram. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite podcast listening site, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. 
You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which will help us move up the rank so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we'll read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if y'all want to reach us besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us what you want to, that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we'll translate them for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you believe?